Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust as the Republican mentalist, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the bright race, the Amen race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Newton Mentari. This is Mentalite Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing my thoughts. My thoughts on why all these rappers are passing away all of a sudden. You know, rapping is a hell of an ability. The ability to um, write rhymes, the ability to freestyle, the ability to get that rhythm and that cadence going, to get a flow going, that's not easy. It is not easy to be a rapper. And I'm talking about not these these, these garbage rappers you hear today where these guys could barely talk and they barely string together a few words or whatever the case may be. But I'm talking about actual real rap, talented rap artists who, you know, can who really had something to say, who really had a real flow with them, who really had, you know, um just that you know, that energy and that power to put that put those words out like that. I tried to rap one time, I don't, I can't do it. I can't. I, I can write rhymes, but I can't rap. I ain't got no flow. I can't, you know, I can't, you know, come off the top of my head, spit 15, 16 bars or whatever they say, whatever the case may be. I'm not like that. My talent is in being a receiver of this transmission, which is from our ascendant, the almond race. That's my job. That's my only job to do. And obviously it is uh, my talent to just be a good receiver and transmit to you what I am receiving as it was supposed to be for these rappers. When you get such a great talent like that, the ability to, you know, as they say, spit, spit them hot, that hot 16, be able to really, you know, put it down like that, especially if you have a cadence of talent and you got, and you know, you know, you got a good uh, play on words and things like that and you clever and you intelligent at the same time, man, that's powerful. That's powerful. Your words move people so much so look at the phenomena of rap music look at the phenomenon the so-called white man took instruments out of the schools you know when you used to be able to learn how to play guitars and pianos and you know you had music class um trumpets the wind instruments he took all that out of schools in the inner cities he took that out of school in the inner cities and what did our people come up with they came up with rap music, which really was being done earlier. Rap is not really something new. You always had, you know, you go back even before um, the uh, bringing out of the rap music and hip-hop, you had people, you know, back in the day, you look, there was um, acts up there rapping and things like that, you know, acts from the 40s and 50s. You go on YouTube, you see these guys rapping and stuff like that. And they had their little flow going. So that was evolution that was taking place. You saw that that was a transmission to put that type of music into this atmosphere, into this um, into this dimension, you see, because something greater was meant to be done with it, something much greater than what was done with it, which was nothing. Something much greater was meant to be done with it, and that was to speed up the minds of our people, give them knowledge of who they were and are and what they were going to become, carry this message, a greater message to them going forward to raise up the people. You see, and they could have made a good living that, of course, you know, let them know who the beast is, things like that. 
But, of course, it didn't go that way. You had some groups who took the um, that talent and they exposed the beast. You know, they um, exposed the society, dropped knowledge on certain things. Now, is every, was, that, was everybody supposed to do that? No, you could have just dropped knowledge on everyday life, the real things that's going on in the street to tell the kids to stay out of the street, stuff like that. You know, things like that, which you really didn't hear a lot of rappers doing. You had some do it, but like I said, not enough. There's so many things that could have been talked about, so many um, things on level above above board. But then the funny thing is you'll hear these rappers say stuff like, oh, well, you know, every message ain't got to be positive. Every message ain't got to be positive or whatever they can say. You know, everybody can't drop knowledge. You got to have some, some – um, you gotta have some, uh, you know, where it says some difference in hip hop, some, some, um, you know, differences, some different style or whatever the case may be. This is what they say, right? But then here's my thing: everything that come out of y'all mouth is all negative for the most part. Everything out of y'all mouth is negative. So why don't they ever say, "Well, you can't be all negative"? It seems like it's not. It's, it's plenty of room for all the negativity and all the degenerate stuff. It's plenty of room for that. But when you talk about speaking positive or dropping some knowledge or some or some some intelligence, some wisdom, oh well, why everybody got to be like? Why everybody got to be positive? Why everybody got to be negative? They ne- notice these niggas never. They never got an argument for that. Why? Y- why everybody got to be talking about rapping and selling drugs or uh, or, 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 or or shooting another so-called black man? Or uh, popping pills or doing drugs, whatever the hell you're talking about, some foolishness. Or degenerate, uh, 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 treating the women like garbage, degenerating the women, make objectifying the women or the females, I should say, you know. But your music helps to turn the women into female. Or should I say, your music helps the um, young young women to stay in a female mindset. Why is it not talking about uplifting the women? None of this stuff. Answer, because. Like anything in this society, anything that comes through that's pure, once the beast puts his hands on it, once the beast puts his hands on it, once the these the so-called white man puts his hands on it, it's going to turn to shit. It's going to turn to garbage, you see. When you had groups like X-Clan, you had, uh, um, you know, a bunch of groups. You know, you had X-Clan, you had uh, Rakim Shabazz. You had a few, quite a few people that was dropping knowledge and things like that. And so while you didn't want, they didn't, you didn't hear these people anymore. You see, they was gone out with the knowledge being dropped, brand new being. You had all these groups out here who was dropping some knowledge, some conscious, but then all of that had to go out the window, right? For degeneracy. Why? Because the white man put his hands on it. Once he puts his hands on it, he'll give you money. Well, not really a lot, but he'll give you some. You see, one or two people to bring in a flood more of these talented rappers who he's then going to basically dig their pockets out, take all their money, they publish and whatever they do. All, you know, all the horror stories, give them 360 deals, rob them blind, and get them to spit out a negative and degenerate message to their people. That's going to be the soundtrack, these little niggas killing each other, selling drugs in each other in their neighborhood disrespecting their women, just talking all kind of degeneracy and foolishness, thug life, right? All this garbage, ready to die, 
all kind of BS. Get at me, dog. You know, all that, all that shit. Let's just call it what it is. And the sad thing about it is black people ate it up. Not just black people. The world ate it up. The world ate up this garbage. Then on the female side of it, you got the uh, uh, your, your little Kims, your Foxy Browns. Like I said, the beast not only turned the so-called black man who's supposed to be conscious into a degenerate thug, wannabe drug dealer, which most of these guys who was rapping really wasn't. They was rapping about, about, about a bunch of lies. The real guys that was doing it, they wasn't talking about that stuff. The real guys that was out here hustling, selling drugs, busting their gun, all that nonsense, all that negativity, they, ain't, they, weren't, they weren't rapping about it. The guys who was rapping about it, these guys weren't doing it. And then, of course, they used these guys who was hungry for the money to bring in the females who had a nice little flow and whatever the case may be. Next thing you know, they went to turn it, working on their so-called uh, image. And what did they get after they worked on their image? They went from uh, sisters might, spit, might be spitting some knowledge or wisdom, like a, um, which you don't really hear much of, the sister um, Bahamadia and all, you know, sisters like that was rhyming and had some positive to say. And then it goes down to little Kim. It goes down to Foxy Brown, to Nicki Minaj, to to uh, uh, Cardi B, to Meg Thee Stallion, and it gets worse and worse. Trina and worse and worse and worse and worse. And pretty much, you're not going to get into that industry if you are not selling garbage and degeneracy. And their their answer is, well, I'm gonna eat. I gotta eat. You know, I need to eat because I need to eat, 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 and I I should be eating. Uh, how I'm supposed to eat? If I can't if I can't move records and units and things like that, and I'm trying to blow up and things like get this money and get this money, you know I got to get this money, you know I got to get this money so I can give it right back to you white people for Prada and Gucci and Louis and whatever the hell else, you see, for luxury nonsense. And then they end up ripping you off anyway. So with all this being said, that you got this, you know, this talent, you had this talent, you had over 25 years, 30 years to display this talent to a generation that very much needed their own style of music, needed a new type of thing to wake them up, to raise them up mentally on some form of level. And what did y'all choose to do with it? You chose to sell out for diamond chains. You chose to sell out for uh, 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 expensive cars and houses, stuff that probably nine times out of ten y'all niggas don't even own. Half the stuff y'all don't even own. They're just dangling in front of your face like they dangling in front of them niggas' faces back in the 40s and the 50s when they signed them to them record deals and they and they got they basically giving you nothing. They figuring out ways to rob you blind where they got your publishing, they got everything from you, right? They figuring out ways to rob you blind, rip you off, you know, steal from you. And while and also while you selling garbage to your people. Why you destroying the minds of your people? You see? And putting this image in the world of how black people are. Bunch of savage animals who only care about who only care about screwing and killing and shooting and selling dope and getting high. That's the image that you put into the world. But nobody ever says why I got to be all this negativity? Why I got to be all this negativity? Why I got, why so much negativity? Nobody ever says that. 
But when it's positive, oh, why everything can't be positive. It's always an excuse. So you know what? You know what? After it's all said and done, and you guys got this talent to electrify the masses, and you chose to push degeneracy from the so-called white man to destroy your people at the behest of your at the behest of the so-called white man since you chose to do that guess what now your just desserts are coming your just desserts are coming this is what you're getting right now now people might hear this and say oh this is mean how you gonna speak on it I go let me tell you something you see all these people dying. You could say it's at the hands of a white man all you want to. That's fine. But as I said before, the white man ain't nothing but an instrument, a tool of Amin. So if Amin don't want you here, the most high don't want you here, if the most high sees that you are not going to be about the, the evolution of our people, then after a while they're going to get rid of you, man, and they'll use the white man to do it. And that's what happened with a lot of you rappers, man. Or they'll use the so-called black man to do it. The black man, the white man, pretty much any man – because you niggas got a mark on you, man. You got a mark on you. See, once you get you get this talent, you get this ability, you get it to do greatness in the world, and you choose to do God degeneracy in the world instead of the greatness, you were given a great talent. You were given the talent to put people in awe and amazement. And what do you do with it? Nothing. Nothing. You sign on to promote degeneracy to your people. Hell. Is that well? How is we gonna get the product out there, brother? You know we had to go through the so-called white man to get the product. I know you didn't. No, you didn't. See, because if all of y'all would have support major own labels and supported underground and just distributed it for yourself and just kept it closed knit, like how the white man do country music, like how the white man do heavy metal and all that stuff, they got their own companies and things like that where they promote amongst themselves. They don't care about no major deals. You see. Those heavy metal groups and things like that, they have their own venues, they got their own labels, same way the white man took over jazz and made it pretty much a private form of music for him and some upper-crusted Negroes. But for the most part, they take these industries that they value and they keep hold of them. They keep their hand over. They don't let it go all over to everybody. And if you got, if they do, you got to pay them for it. See, that's what you niggas should have did with hip-hop. You should have really, if you, if anybody was going to capitalize on hip-hop, you niggas did. You created hip-hop, just like you created all this music. But like I said, because niggas got a, 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 a slave mentality, because y'all got a slave mentality, I'm going to call you niggas, because that's how y'all was acting. I'm not going to sit up here and call you kings and gods and all that illusion, delusional BS. No, we're not doing that. We're being real here. Because you niggas did not think to say, you know what, because, you, you know, we should be capitalizing on all this. Let's get all this money. Let's just get together and cut the beast out. Let's cut him out. Let's just make it ourselves. And even if we got to get venues and we got to do it ourselves, let's do it ourselves, man. And if they want to come to us, they got to pay us to do that. We ain't doing no deals with them. We ain't doing no 360 deals. We ain't rapping about killing our people, selling dope to our people. We ain't talking like that. You see, we ain't talking like that. We ain't promoting foolishness and degeneracy. But y'all didn't, y'all didn't want to do that. You weren't strong enough to do that. You, the white man rubbed away the fistful of dollars in you niggas' faces, and you just took it. You took the bait. He offered to make you rich real fast. You niggas wanted to get rich quick. You didn't want to build up that craft. You didn't want to bring through people who had legitimate. Because, like I said, hip-hop is supposed to be like jazz music. You're supposed to be like 
like you see how people are jazz musicians. You have perfectionists, perfectionados, these people who are, excuse me, perfectionados, people. You have these jazz clubs. Jazz is a million, billion dollar industry. And it's not really like big, like, you know, like the R&B and the, all these other types of music. It's not really big, but it's, it's more private. Because I told you, the white man privatized jazz for the most part. That's why you don't see them out there. You don't really see no jazz uh, uh, categories in these in the um, music when they do the music award shows. You don't really see no jazz category like that. I mean, I think they got a little one, but they don't really make a big deal out of jazz because they don't really want it to be commercial like that. Because they know as soon as you make it commercial like that, you start basically messing with the music. You make the music impure. You see. When you start making it commercial like that and you're trying to promote to everybody and you're not going to give it the raw and uncut, you know, that's like, you know what that's like? Like this message of mental like is pure. This is pure. This is pure, raw and uncut, pure reality. Now, let's just say I was like, like the white man came to me and he said, Newbin, I love your message. It's raw and uncut, but you know what? I'm going to make it even bigger. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to need you to stop talking about white people. I'm going to need you to stop talking so bad about white people. Stop talking so bad about black people. You know, uh, make your message more in- all-inclusive, you see. Water, you know, just, just uh, water it down. No, no don't, don't, I don't mean water it down, but, you know, just like tone it down a notch. They won't say water it down. They'll say tone it down a notch. You know, make it where it's all-inclusive for everybody, you see. Like you doing Nick Jackson, trying to make it all-inclusive for everybody. There's a reason why I said mental like is not for everybody. It's not for the black race. You see? And so, like I said, but I can't help that they listen to it. It ain't for the white race. It ain't for the human race. It's for the almond race. But they're going to listen to it anyway. People are going to still listen to it because people, like I said, they love to break taboos. They love to do what you tell them not to do, even though that's not my intention. When I mean don't listen, really don't, don't listen, I mean, really don't listen. I don't know why you listen. I ain't going to be sitting there mad because you are, but I, I tell you, listen at your own caution because I'm not going to water nothing down. I'm not going to be like the rapper. I'm not going to sit up here and sell my message, sell whatever I got because I want some money. But, see, they didn't really believe in, for lack of a better word, in what they were saying. They just had this talent, and they didn't have no real direction. And so, therefore, what happened? Nothing. Nothing. They were part and parcel with the beast and helping destroy the minds of our people for over 30 years. You count from the 90s all up until now. Hip-hop has been used as a weapon when at one point in time it was used as a form of entertainment. It was used as a form of dropping knowledge. It was used as a form of, you know, skill and uh, mastery and penmanship. You know, and, and like I said, it made it made a lot of brothers – Get up on their word game, made them, you know, be able to speak better, made them write better, made them, you know, research out words to rhyme with. You see, same way music does with everybody. When you are, um, when you are, when you get into the music, you get more proficient in other things, studies, work, things like that. That's why they said children who tend to um, learn how to play instruments and things like that, they get more proficient in their studies. They get more focused. Same thing with the rap. A lot of these guys are focused, and they delivered a lot of good material. You see, I got I got my favorite rap groups. You see, but I'm like I said, I'm an I'm an affectionado. I don't I don't like everything in rap music. I don't. I don't. 
I'm, I'm I, like I said, I, I'm very, I'm a cherry picker when it comes to music. I don't like everything. The people that say they like everything, those are the people that don't really know music. If you claim you like all kinds of music, I mean all music, I should say, then you, that means you don't really know music. You see, just like the rappers, the people just listening, they're just listening to the rap music. They like the noise and the, and the they, but they're not really listening to the tone and the frequency of it. They like the, the sound and the noise of it. You see, but anyway. So these people were given, when you're given a great talent like this, when you're given a great talent, when you're given the ability to, you know, um, mesmerize the masses, same way so-called black men, bronze men was given the talent to mesmerize the masses and, you know, rap when they start doing rock and roll, jazz, you know, blues, R&B, and all kinds of music. We we don't we don't even create a rock and roll all that. You see, under Jimi Hendrix when he was playing the guitar, and white boys were sitting there with Caucasian, like Eric Clapton was sitting around there hating on him, being jealous, being a demon. You see stuff like that. Well, our pure talent comes out because it's pure. Like I told you, the so-called white man, he makes sure jazz music stays pure. That's why you don't see them on, like, certain They got their own labels, like Concord and stuff like that, labels you never even heard. They got their own labels for jazz that they control. And like I said, they got their own jazz clubs and them jazz musicians. They ain't never crying about no money. They well paid, you see. That's what happens when you, you know, when you have pride in the type of music you have pride in. And like I said, if rappers would have did that, they would have been billionaires, all these rappers, without the so-called white man, without him. They would have been billionaires selling their own music, owning their own publishing rights, owning their own material, you see, controlling the venues themselves, paying themselves or whatnot, or dealing with each other. They could have did all that. When you niggas was out here selling drugs, you dumbass niggas didn't think this go, hey, you know what? Maybe I should take some of this ill-gotten money, and maybe I should buy some clubs so that I can pay rappers to come and perform and I can get money. You dumb niggas didn't even think about that. You'll put $2 million, a goddamn $2 million diamond or gold chain on your neck, which probably ain't even goddamn real. You niggas don't know what's, what's, what's real and what's not. You just believe whatever the so-called white man tells you. But you dumb niggas, he'll charge you $2 million to hang a necklace around your neck. That's a damn club or business where you could have kept making money, had rap acts coming in, things like that. Y'all didn't even think about that. You didn't think about that. All kinds of things y'all could have did and controlling that music, that genre, you see, and had all of the genre. But like I said, when you don't think like a, when you don't think like a ruler, you don't think like a king, a boss, whatever you want to say, you don't have a, a ruling class mentality. Anything that people see, the people see, the people that uh, signed you to those three sixty deals and those contracts, they got a ruling class mentality. They make you think they really love your music and that you you guys are great and really really yeah yeah they'll come at you but their whole mindset is to rob you. Their whole mindset is nigga I'm a I'm a I'm a fleece this nigga. I'm a fleece him with this seven page contract where where you know just sign don't worry about a lawyer or whatever they will help you with a lawyer and all this other stuff they own all your publishing rights you got to keep putting out all the money they got to recoup all this crap they keep robbing you and you got to sell poison to your people. You see, and you got to sell poison to your people. Noise, garbage. Now get in there and sell that poison and get us our money, boy. That's always they thought. But you know what? You niggas deserve it. You deserve every last bit of it because you didn't think anything about selling out your people. 
You didn't think like a ruling class person. You didn't think with a ruling class mentality. You didn't think like real bosses. Or else you niggas wouldn't have went up under the so-called white man and been talking about, oh, because you got a label deal. You got a label deal with, with, with these Caucasians. Oh, so I'm a boss now. Nigga, you ain't no boss. You ain't no boss. You cannot build on another person's foundation. You're trying to build up on top of another person's foundation. The white man laid it down to put that foundation down for distribution and things like that and the music industry. So you would have to build your own foundation. Y'all niggas didn't want to do that. You didn't want to. You wanted to get that money real fast. And now you're paying for it. Now you guys are coming up broke. You see, you don't like your publishing rights, right? You got guys mimicking you, trying to get things going and whatnot. Now, like I said, a lot of you guys ain't doing too good. A lot of you guys ain't got the money you claim you got. You see, a lot of you guys is dying broke. A lot of you guys in financial problems. You got all these baby mamas, and, you know, you niggas um, buying out the bar and course, your $100,000 chain, all this foolishness, you know, as they say, a fool and their money shall soon be parted, but see, now, here's the thing, here's the thing, we are at the end of the age of stupidity, we are at the end of the age of stupidity. Meaning, all you niggas with them with these with this clown this clown thing you was doing, you know, your 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 making up your lies and your stories about gang banging and robbing and stealing and busting your gun and all this other that you was promoting to this, this young generation. All that's coming to an end, man. All that's coming to an end. All that's over with. You see, you see how the white man just put an end to a lot. You don't see none of these rappers, the hood, the gangster guys. None. You don't see none of that no more. White man ain't putting no money behind that. You know he putting money behind little Nas X. He ain't putting money behind DMX or Nas. He putting money behind little Nas X, the new creation, a new creation for the young generation to follow. Here's here go your hip hop right here, right? Now, a little Nas X and all these other people should not even been able to enter rap music or do what they do calling that rap music. Everybody should be like Nas. You know why they should have been like Nas? Because y'all should have had control or lock over that industry, man. Y'all supposed to have control over that. That was homegrown from bronze people, man. In the Bronx, New York, that was homegrown from us. Just like all music, but that the most recent music homegrown from us. And y'all did nothing with it. You did nothing with it. So now, now, since you've done nothing with it, since you have done nothing to affect the lives of the people, anything real in their lives, even with your money, all you did was really make these Caucasians rich. That's all you did. That's all the ones who only ones who benefited from hip hop for real is the white man, the Caucasian Jews. They the only ones that benefited from hip hop. You niggas ain't benefit from no hip hop like they did. You made a couple of nigger pennies. They made the billions. They got the rights to your music. All that shit. All of it. But that's good. That's what you get. Because, you know, you wanted to promote foolishness and folly. You wanted to go and take the gift that you were given and basically degenerate it, turn it to garbage. You wanted to promote murder, death, and killing amongst your people. You wanted to promote that. You see, you wanted to have a rally cry as if 
so-called black people don't go, don't go through enough in the society. Now young black men got to be targets, have targets on their back from other black men because they listen to a damn rap song about a nigga robbing another nigga and shooting another nigga and selling a pack and pushing a pack to another nigga or some garbage or how you screwed another man's wife, Tupac. But, but Tupac's an icon, though, right? He's an icon. Biggie's an icon, right? Call you black females bitches and hoes. He ain't called a white woman that. He ain't called a white man a nigger or a cracker. Did he? Of course not. He called his own people bitches and hoes and his brother's niggas. But the white man is not a cracker. The white woman ain't a bitch and a hoe. Of course not. He got all respect for them. But he disrespect y'all and y'all give these niggas money. You make the you give them a lifestyle where they can go and give their money back to white people. So you aid in your own destruction when you support these people, when you cry over these people. And see, because they were given this gift and the age of foolishness and stupidity is over with, now these guys' time is over with. They had a purpose in life, but they missed their purpose. But we benefit from their purpose right now. The only thing that's coming out of these guys' death is what I'm telling you right now about why they died. Because nothing else came out of their lives. Nothing really. Just a bunch of niggas sitting around to, oh, them niggas was dope. Oh, that was dope. That was hot. That, yeah, yeah, and what? And what after that? And what after that? Nothing. Nothing. Would you want your children would you want your children, five, six, seven years old, eight years old, to listen to a DMX song? Would you? Do you want your children, five, six, seven, eight years old, to listen to a Biggie song? Do you? Or Black Rob or whatever? You see? Yeah, and it's not just Black Rob. It wasn't just DMX. It wasn't just, um, what's this other guy, Shock G from Digital Underground who brought out Tupac. It wasn't just them. There was a lot of these rappers dying, man, all over the place. A lot of less-known rappers are dying all over the place because their time has come. Their clock is being punched, man. Their, time, their clock is being punched from on high. See, as we're going into this evolution, and a lot of these guys have not evolved, these guys, they still want to talk about busting their gun. These niggas want to still talk about hustling weight. Man, look, man, nobody want to hear that shit no more. Nobody wants to hear that. You know, the white man don't even want to hear that no more. He just said the hell with this. I, you know, I, it's time to focus on business. It's time to turn these black men into faggots. We ain't got time to listen to this gangster rap shit anymore. It's time to turn these so-called black men into homosexuals. Get me a little Nas X. I'm going to put a budget behind this guy. You see, I'm going to put a million-dollar budget behind little Nas X. So the white man has an agenda. He has an agenda. You see, and you guys ain't part of the plan. You guys are not part of the plan. You see, hell, Lil Wayne ain't even part of the plan. No, you ain't nothing from Lil Wayne. You hear anything from him? That show you if, if the white man, if, if Lil Wayne is too tame for the white man, they show you where they trying to go there. They probably try to tell Lil Wayne to do some homosexual stuff on stage. He probably like, nah, I don't want to do that. And I was like, oh yeah, all right. They probably tried to offer him the little, the little, um, the little Nas X position. They like, nah, I can't do that. All right, bye, nigga. We get another nigga. Look at another nigga to, uh, to, uh, 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 to be a homo. You see, we got plenty of degenerate niggas lined up. 
and they want to we give them their money and they'll give it right back to us. Like so, anywhere it's just an investment. We'll get we'll get what we need off these niggas. But that's where it's going. And why was the beast able to take your music that you created and turn it around and use it against you? Because that's what the devil do. That's what the beast does. He takes what you give into the world and he takes them music and turns it around on you. He took hip hop and turned it around on y'all. Y'all came out, y'all was like, you know, the talent and whatnot, whatever. You thought you was going to ball out of control and do this and, and be dropping knowledge and be like this. And you was a boss and you was a baller. Only come to find out, you niggas ain't nothing, man. Y'all ain't nothing. You see, you just here to entertain, you know, the beast, have folly with the beast. Basically talk nonsense about your people, helping destroying your people, destroying them mentally. Y'all don't even see that. Anytime they're sitting up here, that just goes to show you. Anytime they're sitting up here, and the damn president, the so-called president of the United States is up here. He, um, Kamala, they want to talk to uh, uh, Cardi B. They want to talk to Cardi B and, and, Ice, and Ice Cube. This is where that's going to. That's how low this is sunk, you see, on both sides. This is how low it's going to become. You don't, hip-hop is now little Nas X. That's hip-hop now. That, that, that's, that's hip-hop. I don't even know none of these other dudes no more. But that's all the beast is pushing to you. And like I said, that's y'all's fault. Y'all are not part of the program. See, it has to be an evolution or a change on some level. You can't keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. you got to evolve. And you guys just couldn't evolve. You couldn't evolve in the world of the white man. You damn sure couldn't evolve in the world of Amin, the most high. You not you wasn't evolving nowhere. You guys would have just stayed at being two-dimensional, you see. You guys would have stayed at – because you notice after these guys have their run, they rap about they rap about all the stuff they want to rap about, which is a load of bullshit they talking about. They rap about all this crap that ain't don't mean shit. Then, and then what happens? What happens after they don't ram their mouth and they, they – you know – Basically gibberish. Look, man, we ain't living in a time of gibberish no more, man. It's times getting serious, man. Times been serious, but they're getting more and more serious. That's why you see these rappers dying off, man. Nobody got time for no damn folly and foolishness or no stupid talk. No stupid talk. The time for you guys to be to have been effective is long gone. That shit done sailed, man. That shit done sailed. You, the time for you guys had been effective in the evolution of your people, you niggas chose not to. You chose not to. You chose to get the so-called the, the bag. You chose to get the bag. You chose to get the bag from the so-called white man. You chose to get the bag, and you niggas didn't even really get the bag. You didn't get the bag. You see? Getting the bag would have been you niggas controlling every aspect of it, from distribution to the recording studio to everything. Y'all don't do that. You don't do that. Your boy Jay-Z, he going to tell y'all to get down with his uh his title, come whatever his company was, and uh, Rock Day, whatever the hell it was, and then he turned around, he go, yeah, the black, we all, y'all need to get behind us. Then he turned around to the white man. There you go, right there. He's a perfect example. And y'all say, oh, see, Jay made a smart business move. As a businessman, he made a smart business move. Really? Really. He made a smart business move and he made all that money and he gonna give it right back to the white man. Where was the smart business move at? Had he kept his company he could have employed other bronze people and you know, y'all could have had, you know, been 
dealing with the licensing of your music and things like that, and he could have helped in doing all that stuff, and, you know, y'all could have owned the shares and the rights to your music without having to go to the so-called white man, but he chose to shut Sailor Seller Company for white man. So he can get some more millions of dollars to give right back to white man so he can live in that nice house and apartment or wherever the hell he live in Soho, Boho, where he's happy to live next door to Robert De Niro, some white man. Yeah, he happy to live next door in the, in the concrete jungle next to the white man, you know, in, in Tribeca or wherever the hell. You see, that's 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 what he that's all he wants. He don't care about oh I'm gonna have this company for my people. I care so much about the so called quote unquote culture because you niggas love to call hip hop a culture. Look look at your so called culture right now. Your so called culture is delivering little Nas X to you. That's your that's your so called culture or future who talking about drinking cough syrup and, and just being high on on, on Percocet and, and, and all this garbage. This is what your culture is delivering to you. You see, this is what your culture is delivering to you, and that's all y'all niggas' fault. It's your fault. It's your fault because you didn't protect the so called music like it was your child, like it was your baby. You didn't protect it. You didn't say, nah, man, we ain't signing no deals with nobody. We're just going to distribute and put it out ourselves, and we're going, we're going to get together, and we're going to open up venues, and we're going to promote the music ourselves, and we're going to sell the music ourselves. We ain't cutting the white man in. This is our thing. This is our thing. Hip-hop is our thing. Y'all could buy our records or not, but this is our thing. Y'all niggas don't think like that, man. Y'all don't. And so now you're getting your just desserts. Because real people, real business people about their business, they think like that. They think futuristically. You see, like I said, you guys, you guys done basically outlived your usefulness. So now you got to go. And ain't, ain't that what always happens? Ain't that what always happens? When you outlive your usefulness in the world, you're pretty much on your way out of this world. When you outlive your usefulness, these guys, everyone, nobody checking for a new DMX album. You don't sell all the bullshit you want to say, DMX. Nobody want to hear what you had to say, nigga. You, you, you said all you had to say. Yeah, we heard you get at me, dog. Yeah, blood and guts and killing and murder and busting nigga in his head. You know, uh, you know. Oh, we heard all that already. We heard you growling and all that shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what else? Nothing. Some more nonsense. No, no we ain't in the time of that, man. You know, you, you we don't we don't heard all this already. You guys ain't got nothing else to offer, man. You see, you guys, which so that means basically that you really couldn't evolve to nothing else. So, like I said, you guys don't run your course like anything. Y'all had your chance, and you did nothing. That that. So what else? What else? You got nothing else. When there's nothing else to give, when there's nothing else, we don't heard it all before. What else good are you? What good are you? You see? Everybody reaches the end point. When you ain't got no more to say, when you ain't bringing up the next level to the game, then what the hell sense is it? What good is it for you? You people ain't, y'all ain't bringing up the next level to the game, man. So-called hip-hop game, as you say. You ain't bringing up the next level to it. Because y'all don't think on the next level. Y'all don't think, oh, I'm going to control, I'm going to do this myself. Y'all don't think like that. You see? You think, oh, when when can I get another uh, uh, budget so I can put out some more garbage and talking about, you know, I'm, I'm 50 years old, I'm 60 years old, I'm still talking about bitches and hoes and niggas and nonsense like that. I'm still talking about busting my gun. You niggas ain't evolved. What what does a DMX album at 50 years old sound like? Come on, let's, what would a Biggie album have sounded like in his 50s? Or, or a Tupac? You see, there's a reason why people die at the time they die. 
Like I said before, and I gave the analogy of Malcolm X. I said Malcolm X was going to die in 1965. No what? No matter what, he was born to be. He was born in 1925, and he was meant to die in 1965. So when he, you see, because he outlived his usefulness, there was no more need for Malcolm X. You see, after he sold out, after he sold out the nation of Islam, he sold out the messenger. The messenger, there was no need for Malcolm X no more. What the hell was he going to tell you after this? You know he was going to get watered down. He was going to get turned out. You see, they they did it to him already when he when he was up there slandering the messenger. What a difference a day makes. But the same thing goes for this rap music. You guys called it a culture. Look how you did your culture. You didn't take care of your so-called culture. You didn't get, take the gifts that you was given to di- to spit out intel like or information like that and tr- to raise the masses. Because like I said, I've seen the power of hip-hop, excuse me, rap music, not hip-hop. Hip-hop is the creation of the so-called white man. Rap music is what it really started off to be because in the 70s, you had people like the last poets and all these guys who was basically rapping because rapping is another way of saying talking. That's we let's rap. Let me rap to you for a minute. Let me rap to you talking. So it became rap music. Then the white man turned it into hip hop. You see, Actually, I think it was Russell Simmons or one of them. But you might as well say you, I'm pretty sure some white man had his hand, you know, up his back to turn it into whatever it became. But but that said, being said, that's what it becomes. You start making slaves out of your people, like the beast makes slaves out of your people. You sell, you signing your people to shady deals, ripping off your people, taking their publishing rights, all the stuff that the white man do. You see, well, you got your people basically performing for nothing. This is what y'all did to each other. You snaked each other. That's what you did to each other. And like I said, there's no evolution in any of what y'all were saying, none. Very few rappers that you hear heard from 20 years ago that you could still pretty much listen to today. You see? Because a lot of these guys know they time, they're coming, going, man. That's why you say stuff. They say stuff like, yeah, when a rapper come out, he good for at least two or three hours before he, you know, start getting played out. Used to be a time where a rapper could have a whole career. A rapper could have a whole career. You see? He keep traveling and doing stuff. Like before, my, before uh, my man from uh, Gangstar, Guru, and them died. I was, I was a Gangstar, head Gangstar, loved Gangstar, right? They could keep on doing music. Very few, rare people, very rarely can certain people keep, keep doing music after 20, 30 years and can still get a venue going and get paid for doing what they do. You don't see that in this generation, and that part of that is because of the generation that came before this generation. You guys. You basically helped to raise up a generation of foolishness and nonsense with this generation that's now up that's talking about more stupidity. Because if the generations don't get better as time goes on, then there is no evolution. They have not gotten any better. They have not gotten any better. Let me take a call. 704. Good evening, good evening. Hey, man, you, you mentioned Gangstar. You aware Gangstar was homo, right? Who's Guru? Guru was homo. Nah, he, I, 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 look, I don't. I don't. Look it up. Though. Look up the information. Look up what the information. Well, because they was talking about the guy who uh, he was down with Solar. I'm not. For, as I'm not. Don't quote me on who he was with. I don't think that's who it was. But look it up. Trust me. 
You'll you, you, you find information about it. Well, I'm saying I'm not I'm not sticking up for him either way. I don't know, but I heard that rumor, yeah. and they said the guy Solar, who he was um, doing music with after uh, after um, after um, after premiere, they said they they tried to say something like that, but it was a guy who was real close to Guru, who you know uh, I forget what this guy's name is Cupid is like. Then they asked that question: Was there some homo thing with him and the guy uh, uh, Solar? And he's like, Nah, man, not at all. They like Guru had more women than niggas had hair on their head, so it wasn't about no, there wasn't no gay thing. So I don't know, I don't, I don't well, know. A lot of these, go, a lot I, of these guys be, be like, bi though. I would be more, like, I'm sorry, say again. Even Buster Rhymes, a lot of them be oh, bi. Yeah, they have a I lot guess. of women. Oh, oh, I got no problem with believing Buster Rhymes. I heard, I heard stuff about him before, but I only heard one time about Guru, and that was through this dude. They were talking about with this dude Solar. They was questioning their relationship, you know, as doing music, and the guy put set that record straight real quick. One is people that was okay. close that's close was close to Guru like that. You see, he okay. set the record straight real quick. Yeah, yeah. You I was know. gonna also say uh, Russell Will Russell not Russell Will, Russell Simmons. A lot of this crap can be traced back to him because he was the. I think if you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he was the first one that supposedly realized or learned that he could market hip hop. To the mainstream, so he decided he was going to change the direction of the whole culture and make it into something that white teenagers would like. Yeah. So well, you know, that's where that's when it lost its soul. Hip hop lost its soul at that point. Yeah, that's when he started you know. taking Run DMC and trying to mix them up to do. It wasn't really him; it was Rick Rubin and Leo Cohen. You know, uh, um, you know white Caucasian Jews that basically took over his business. You know what I'm saying and basically basically put that push Russell put him in the back seat and basically like mm-hmm. like the white man always do, relegate the nigga to uh, uh finding the talent and we're gonna take care of the business. That's all they did with Russell Simmons. Yeah. Um yeah. we gonna come because he kinda with the he came on this rush thing and the rush management they were doing it. Then here come the um Rick Rubin, he started the uh, uh, Def Jam, because he started that Def Jam thing. Rick Rubin, the white boy, the Caucasian Jew, and then Leo Cohen mm-hmm. came and they got down together. And you know they basically put Russell in the back seat. Basically, look, nigga, go find the talent. They made him puppy off of his own thing. They made him the go the do boy. Go get these niggas. Go get LL Cool J. Go get uh, um, whoever else. You know what I'm saying? Go get go get these rappers and bring them in. And that's what he did. Yeah, and I think Diddy was a big part of the downfall too. Of See, course, of course he was. Everybody likes to blame the Shug South. Knight, Diddy, but, all them guys. Irv Gotti, yeah, Shug Knight. Guys, yeah, they blame the South, and they forget about all that that degeneracy that Diddy came with. He took a lot of the soul out of it too. Of course, Dr. You know, Dre, all ma- them dudes, man, all them dudes. Yeah, yeah. Because they was but they the, turned they, it into know, where it was a show. Uh, uh, what what they was just flaunting jewelry and you know. Materialism, materialism type of thing. They basically put on a coon. These niggas basically listen. These niggas was just basically put on a coon show for the white man. You know, y'all might mm-hmm. like, a lot of black people may have been entertained by it. I, I mean, honestly, I'm gonna be real. I never really got any entertainment out of any, any of the real so-called. I, like I said, that's why I, I only like maybe Gangstar and maybe Rakim. You know, Eric being Rakim. After that, I was very like I said. I, I didn't. I wasn't rolling with everything. I didn't like the music like that. You see. Yeah, I, I, I everybody fell for the two pop. I, I could do without, you know. 
Everybody yeah. fell for the Tupac image, and they still running that Tupac image now. Of course they, they keep are. repeating the Tupac and they go, and they go, the DMX and you know was a part of that. And, and, and you know what? They're gonna be like they're gonna be running the DMX thing. They gonna deify DMX. Watch, he gonna be up there, Biggie, yeah. Pac, and X. Watch, the holy, the holy nigga Trinity, the holy nigga Trinity. The un, the, yeah, that's what that's what they gonna start pushing. You know, more degeneracy. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, it's it's it's, it's difficult. I mean. Blacks are to blame for sure, like you're saying, but at the same time, it, blacks are not the biggest audience of of rap. No, of course not. So then, the white the, the white kids, yeah, them so. white kids are, mm-hmm. because because they want it because they like anything for the most part that so called black people do. You know what I'm saying they like yeah. anything, like I said, and like I said, it, it, you know, they the real affectionate. Like whatever black people do, they like. And on some level, music-wise, whether it was jazz, R&B, hip-hop, whatever. They liked blues. They, they liked all our stuff. You see? You know what I've you know noticed that was interesting, something I experienced, was like when you go to, you know, like the Roots or most uh-huh. deaf people like that, that was a little bit more positive message. They wasn't quite on the same degeneracy. When you go yeah. to those concerts, it'd be like 99% white. But oh, then yeah. when you go to like Nelly or, you know, 50 Cent, it's like 90% white. So in other words, what I'm saying, the whites do support the positive uh, rap too. In of fact, they, do. they support it more than the blacks do, according to what I of saw course. at concerts. Yeah, yep. of course. Because like I said, you know, this is why I say, this is why I said what I said. These guys didn't realize the power that they really had. They didn't realize that. See, that's yeah. usually what the problem with the so-called black man is. He don't realize the influence and the power that he really has. And what happens when you don't realize the power that you have, the innate power that you have, the influence that you have that was put in from, from on high, from the most high? When you don't realize that, then guess what? Eventually it's going to be taken away from you, and that's what you're seeing with all these people. Because DMX definitely had an appeal. I'm not going to say he didn't. It just didn't appeal to me, but he had an appeal, and people was drawn to him, you see? And he could have done a lot, but instead, like I said, he chose to do the bare minimum and be a damn degenerate. I think his appeal was just being, because Tupac had died, he was just another Tupac image knockoff. Lil Wayne was Or is too. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. Is they well, all you know. based on the Tupac image? Uh, Fifty Cent. Yeah, well, they all same thing. Yeah, I agree. I you agree, know. but like I said, these guys they were given their gift, and they really did nothing with it. They didn't know how to evolve or take it to another level. That's why, like I said, when you are not able to take something to the next level and evolve with it, then eventually you start to you know fade. Nobody wants to hear the yep. same thing. Like I said, who want to hear DMX album now? You see, and like right. I said, I'm gonna say this: I wouldn't be surprised to be they, he, he got a, he got the Michael Jackson and Prince special. I wouldn't be surprised because a lot of these mm-hmm. guys, a lot of these rappers, these entertainers, what they don't understand is they they more when they get to a certain point where they no longer selling, ain't nobody checking for them anymore. They worth more to the so-called white man dead than they are alive because he could sell right. any music. And their musical, like like niggas playing all the uh, uh, DMX music when he died, playing all his music. So you want his catalog gonna shoot up? 
and you already know these these crackers are going to get a piece of it. They're going to get a piece, you know, as they always do. They're going to get a nice piece of it. They get they'll throw his family some nigger pennies. You know what I'm saying? They'll throw his family some right. nigger pennies. But you already know pretty much probably who controls most of his publishing. Right. You One know? last thing. Let me say real quick. Uh, I think a lot of these black moguls at the labels be holding the artists down too, like like the Diddy's, the Dr. Dre's, the Birdman down in New Orleans, because I I, I found out uh, some of them cash money artists and some of them uh, no limit artists back with Master P. Some of them artists when they first came to the label, they had a different style where they were trying to be like underground type, talk about some real subjects. You know what I'm saying? What's considered mm-hmm. underground? Yeah. And and the the, the mogul. Master P or Birdman and the rest of them, they would tell the artist, they would be like, look, you got talent to actually be out here in the mainstream. We don't want you rapping about that. You need to change your style. So then they'll have a guy that was a backpacker change up and act like he was a thug. And it's a whole show. It's a show. It wasn't even him for real. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's what Guru did. Guru, he, he he was, Guru, um, he never. He was a no thug and no gangster. And none. Guru went to college. He went to Morehouse College. His father was a judge. He came up. His people was pretty well off and whatnot. And he 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 went. He wanted to go and move in the hood in Brooklyn and stuff, which he did and got down with niggas in Brooklyn and all this other stuff. And next thing you know, yeah, he come up with a whole image. But you know, it was okay. It was okay. It wasn't like he was like really trying to push the thug image and whatnot like that. So, but that's why I appreciated his music and him and, and Guru. Him and uh. DJ Premier made a good team, you know. Right. So I'm not going to hold your line up. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. A lot of these guys were procurers, man. The word, Look up the word procurer. They, like, basically pull in talent for the beast so that the beast can just basically, um, you know, um, exploit these people, you see. And then they send them on their way. They get all they can get out of them, then they send them on their way. We'll be right back. You've changed. That sparkle in your eye has gone. Your smile is just a careless young. You're breaking my heart. You've changed. You've changed. <laughs>
a, a quick paycheck and sign a quick deal to get a paycheck, and that was it, man, like a bunch of slaves, like a bunch of slaves. You just wanted to sign something real quick so the white man would cut you a check, and that was it, you see? And he knows how so-called black people are. He knows black people, they just want some money up front. They just want some front money just so they can floss, just so they can get the material things. They don't realize, you know, the power that they have in that talent and that art, you see, so much so that other people want to emulate you. All these other rappers, you got these Latino rappers, these white rappers, these Asian rappers, you know what I'm saying? You got people all over trying, African rappers, you got people all over trying to emulate that which was created here in America up in the damn Bronx, trying to emulate a rap style. Basically, like I said, they don't. They didn't know what they had. And see, when you don't know what you got, you're gonna lose it very fast. You know, of course, a DMX or a, you know, or um, and these other people. It's a lot of things they could have did in the music game to still be relevant. You know, to say real things, speak on real things. But they chose to speak on foolishness and stupidity. And like I said, you can only speak on foolishness and stupidity, but for so long. Everybody ain't going to want to keep hearing the same thing over and over and over again. After a while, even the dumbest person on some level, even the most low-level person after a while, going to be looking for something new, you see. Even though it would probably be the same degeneracy, but after a while, even they're going to look for something new. So you know the people who on a higher mental um, uh, on a higher mental level, they're going to be looking for something even more greater, something more promising, something more, you know, powerful coming from you and when you can't deliver it's still the same old get at me dog and you know niggas want to die niggas want to crowd kind of crazy for BS you was talking about 30 20 25 years ago or whatever man whatever or you just stay in the news you just known for being in the news for, for all kinds of uh, um, degeneracy and all kinds of uh, uh, um, you know just dysfunctional behavior whereas now you just done made an embarrassment of yourself you sitting on damn DMX, sitting on damn Yann Levon's on, just basically making a making a clown out of yourself, you know, letting yourself be clown for money. But like I said, that's what you guys do. And like I said, the end of the games are over with. See, the evolution is coming for our people. And evolution is coming for our people. And evolution is coming for the elect. And a change is coming for the so-called rest of the people, the blacks and whites. A change is on. A change, like a guy said, Change gonna come. What's the guy? Um, Sam Cooke. You know, was it Sam Cooke or was who? Who sung that song? Change gonna come. I, mean, I think it was Sam Cooke. Not all this redding, but I think it was Sam Cooke. One of them. But this was a sign that the change came, man. And like I said, as we are evolving, the world is changing, man. Our evolution brings about change. You see, our evolution brings about change. You see, that's what that is. Our evolution brings about change. You know, the vibration of our evolution brings about a change in the rest of the masses. And if we're not leading the charge and evolving our evolution, like I said, then guess what? We're going to be replaced. Because, see, hip-hop was evolutionary. Uh, Should I say rap music was evolutionary and raising the minds of people, bringing people together, bringing a new genre. And like I said, that has to be guided on a higher level. Things that we do because we are bringing about an evolution have to be raised to us on a higher level. If we're not thinking on a higher level, then guess what? 
guess what? Then everything that we do up until this point will fail. And like I said, these guys have outlived their usefulness. They've outlived their usefulness. They were no longer useful. They took their talents and they did nothing with it. Like I said, you could have had a rapper who was spitting out, you know, knowledge about the medical industry, knowledge about the, you know, all types of things they could have been spitting out. You see? All kinds of things they could have been spitting out about, you know, about things, learning, all kinds of things you could have went with with this rap and all the things you could have think of to talk about, things that would have raised the minds of people they chose not to. Because the beast told them to stand down. The beast told them to stand down. Stand down and destroy your people. If you want a paycheck from me, you got to promote degeneracy. If you want a paycheck from me, you have to promote degeneracy. That's all they're talking about. you got to promote degeneracy if you want a paycheck from the beast. You're not going to get paid if you're not promoting degeneracy. Simple as that. And like I said, you can only promote so much degeneracy for so long. Like I said, everybody's going to get tired of it after a while. Everybody's going to get tired of it after a while. Like I said, people would have got tired of Biggie. And see, even the white man realized that. He realized niggas would have got tired of Biggie after a while. They only talk about Biggie because Biggie died after making two albums. People would have got tired of Biggie. They got tired of Tupac. Tupac probably could have just went into movies and just been an actor and stopped rapping altogether. And that probably would have happened. But like I said, he left a lot of degeneracy behind. He left a stain behind, which the white man is trying to promote as some form of uh, um, as some form of uh, um, I want to say some form of uh, uh, progressiveness. You see, he left a stain. You see, because like I said, you can't, you know, you can't really point to anything they told him. Brenda got a baby and all this other stuff. And you know, man, look, man, the people that the only the only thing people really really remember Tupac for is his thing back and forth with Biggie. They don't remember all that Biggie. Brenda got a baby. No, they remember more of the stuff back and forth with Biggie. That's what he that's what he left behind. That's what him. That's what he left behind. East Coast, West Coast, nigga nonsense. I slept with your wife. You know that nonsense, nigga not spitting in cameras. Look, this is what you leave behind. Biggie, same thing. Yet this is supposed to be entertainment. This is nothing but folly and foolishness. And the bronze man, the bronze woman, they got to wake up from the folly and foolishness, man. The day of the, the day of folly and foolishness is over, man. It's over. Why? Because it's time. It's evolution time. It's evolution time for us, and it is revolutionary time for the humans. It is evolutionary time for the almond race, meaning the elect, us, and it is revolutionary time for the humans. There has to be a turning. There has to be a motion. There has to be a movement away from the ways of degeneracy and low-level thinking to a extended way. Now, of course, you know, the beast, he's going to keep it low-level. That's because that's what he do. He's going to keep it low-level. Like I said, he's going to up the ante. The focus is now... The black man is going to be a homosexual. The focus now is the black man, they're going to promote degeneracy amongst the so-called black men. That's the focus right now. It ain't about no more, ain't about no damn, uh, oh, you know, we, 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 you know, it's entertainment no more. Ain't no more entertainment. There's no more entertainment. That's over with. You can't tell by now. Listen to the music. They're they calling music today. Ain't no more entertainment, man. 
there's no more enjoying music no more. You got to really search out and go listen and find really fine music nowadays. Because if you just go off the radio, if you just go off what's being played and what's going being called hip hop or R and B or whatever the hell they call this now, you can't even just, you can, it's no even no name for this garbage that they're putting out now. You got to really go and search for vintage stuff or go and look, you know, at, at alternative stuff. You got you it's nothing. You, know, you don't even want to listen to this stuff no more. You know, I, I, I feel silly. I feel silly. Like, even even after, like, uh, um, 40 years or whatever, like you get to a certain age, you don't want to listen to no Biggie no more. You don't want to listen to no Tupac no more. You grow up, man. The messages change, man. You know, you got certain, see, you got, when you a rapper, you got to have messages that are timeless, man. You got to have messages that are timeless. Nobody want to hear about, you know, how much weed you smoked, how many niggas you shot, how much dope you pushed, all them lies you tell. Nobody want to hear that after a while. That was cool. It had a nice beat to it when you was, people was in their 20s or niggas in their 40s or in their 50s. Nobody want to hear that now. Nobody wants to hear that. I could turn on Gangstar and whatnot and listen to stuff from the 90s and things like that and still love that music because it's timeless. Certain things are timeless. You guys were timely. You guys were timely. You were not timeless. Let me see. Notice they talking about DMX and all the music he made back in the 90s. Well, what has DMX done music-wise lately that anybody would even care about? They they need to know. They need to stop lying. They, they, they reminiscing over the DMX. But like I said, we ain't looking back, man. Ain't no more looking back. We looking ahead. And if you're not looking forward in, when it comes to music, creativity, things like being uplifting and raising our people mentally, then we don't need it, man. We don't need to hear it. We got too much going on. Like I said, the talk of today is not DMX and get at me, dog, and whatever. It ain't about the talk of the day now is little Nas X and, and, and sitting on the devil's lap and, and doing whatever the hell. It's madness. That's the talk of the day, you see. And people like and people like a lot of you rappers, a lot of you niggas open the door for for stuff like this, man. Whether you know or not, a lot of these rappers that you big up and put on things once passed on, they open the door for stuff like they open the door for a little Nas X to come in. You see, because these people have all been compromised, they've been buck broken, bent over, turned out, whatever. They've been all of these things, and then some. This is what it is. And like I said, you don't want your children listening to this. Or at least you shouldn't. You shouldn't want your children listening to any of this. You shouldn't want your children influenced by any of this. And the age of their influence is coming to an end, man. The age of their influence is coming to an end. The age of the white man's tool, the rapper, because that's all the rappers on became is tools for the beast. That's all they have to spread poison and degeneracy and nonsense, nigga nonsense. Got grown men still talking nigga nonsense. See, we're in the time of seriousness now. You see, you so-called black, you see your children being put to death, more police brutality. What would DMX or Black Rob or Shock G or any of these other people, what what could they possibly have to say about what we're going through right now? Uh, Nothing. 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 What would Biggie and Tupac say about what we're going through? Uh, Nothing, probably. They weren't saying shit about it. They were the one that was taking us through a lot of this foolishness. You see? Now, now ain't the time to start acting pro-black and all this. Like I said, you had the time to be pro your people and your music, but you chose not to be. You chose not to be. 
You chose to promote garbage, foolishness, and stupidity, and the age of ignorance is over, man. The age of ignorance is over. So if you had people who you had, if you had rappers today, and I tell my people, like, if you got some, I got some talented people amongst my people who rhyme. If you had people, like I said, who, you know, not, I don't necessarily want the message put in the music like that heavy, but, you know, mix it to whereas it's, you know, modern day things and, you know, and in and, and future, a little bit of modern to future, you know what I'm saying, a little bit of mental like in there and whatnot, raising the minds. But I really wouldn't have a problem with that if it's going to be uplifting and raising the minds of the people as long as there's not no foolishness and no nigga babble, man. Bunch of babbling Negroes, man. You see? You see, I, I, I like I said, because I, I, I like things, like I said, I, I'm, I'm very picky when it comes to my music. I'm very picky. That's why I'm such a good, people tell me I got a good ear for music, because I'm very picky. I don't just listen to anything. You see? I don't just go for anything. I could pick up tones and frequency and vibration and things like that. Things I don't like listening to. You see, people who you people might think, oh, these artists is banging and they got. I, I don't think I don't. I don't like the same stuff everybody else like. I don't. Yeah. So, uh, you got to keep this in mind when it deals with the evolution of the people. Who is meant to evolve? These people didn't have a. These people didn't carry a message of evolution. You would have think that they would have a message of evolution as long as they've been around. They should have been like, oh, you know what? Um, you know, I'm tired of talking about bitches and hoes and getting money and selling drugs, pushing fake drugs, that like claiming I was a drug dealer. I'm you niggas ain't tired of that, man. I saw something really pathetic. I saw these niggas that was down with Rockefeller and Jay Z. Here's the guy Beanie Siegel and this other guy Sparks, whatever these guys' names is. These niggas are still sitting around here talking about having a conversation with Jay Z about what he owed him, or you know what happened to the Rock. I'm like that nigga don't move. He ain't thinking about y'all niggas no more. Y'all seriously sitting up here talking about can we move? Can we at least have a conversation? Can we at least? Man, you niggas sound like man. Those are this is what you talking about with niggas who are just caught in the. Caught in the time zone, they they these niggas still think it's nineties. They think Jay they can still talk to Jay. Jay ain't talking to y'all. He done he done been changed, man. He ain't talking to you niggas, man. He always he ain't thinking about y'all. Y'all was just a vehicle that he used. You niggas too dumb to see that. But like I said, that's that's that mentality. Niggas don't know when when you're supposed to evolve and move on. And that's what hip hop has become. Just a house full of cards that's now collapsing. Take a short break. We'll be right back.
So now we are in the end stages of all this, what you're seeing here. We're in the end stages. You see, we're in the end stages right now. Everything's coming to light. You know, and like I said, those who are useful in this day and time will be utilized. These guys were no longer useful, man. They were given a time to carry a message. Their time is done, man. They did nothing with it. They produced nothing with it. They produced a bunch of well wishes, and people will say, oh, you know, the niggas had some nice music. DMX was the man. Then what, what does all that really mean? What, what, what does all that really mean? That means nothing. That means nothing. They'll be on forgot about DMX after two, three, four years. They're, they're, well, they already don't forgot about DMX. See, when you have such a talent like that, like somebody said in my chat, you know, with great talent comes great responsibility. You're supposed to just figure out how can I influence the masses other than just entertain them? How can I leave the world a better place? See, if you got a healthy mind, a righteous mind, this is how you think when you have a talent, when you're gifted with a great talent from on high, from the almond. The almond gave these Negroes their gift, man. But, of course, these niggas ain't going to bear witness to almond because, like I said, they, they in the beast they trust. And all that talk about God, I love God, my Savior. No, they mean the so-called white man. That's really what they mean. They don't believe in no God, no higher power. Because how can you claim to be of some believe in some God or some higher power or some advanced, or some higher, um, greater power when you doing that doing degeneracy? It don't that don't even add up. When you live in your life in a degenerate way, when you promoting degeneracy, when you promoting degeneracy, that's going to come back to you. You see, you're not going to have a long life promoting degeneracy. You're not. You're not going to have a long life, you know, or just promoting a bunch of useless foolishness and things like that. Because even this guy like this guy, Shock G, who died, who was from Digital Underground, though he never promoted any, no no thugism, no gangsterism. I mean, but all that Humpty shit, man. Look, man, all that Humpty hump and, you know, niggas around, no mask on, man. Look, man. Actually, I get you want to have fun with it and all this other stuff, whatever, man. But like I said, real messages needed to come out because these people were supposed to be like the modern-day uh, uh, relayers of messages to our people. Like they were supposed to listen to something like this teaching here and ba- basically be able to take it and, and, and carry it to the masses and whatnot as far as in the rhymes and whatnot and let them know where it come from, of course. Don't plagiarize. But carry it forward. Let them know. Pay it forward, man. Pay this message forward about the evolution of our people. They chose not to do that. You see, that, oh, you know, we can't, you know, everything ain't going to be positive, but then everything could be negative. There's no, there's no excuse for the negativity, though, right? You see, that's, 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 cause, you know, that's what's cool. Being negative, being, just being de- de- degenerate is cool. Being degenerate, promoting degeneracy is cool. You see, it's the shit, like y'all say. But like the brother came in and said, it was just many Caucasian people at the concerts of the positive people. Then it was, and, and you know, they, they go and support all that. People are going to support you if you are truly living out your talent and your art. And what you want to do is you want to be remembered for that. You want to make an impression in life, not a mark in life, not a stain. A lot of these guys have not made marks. They've made stains. You always want to, if you got such a great talent like that, you always want to make a mark in life, not a stain in life. And DMX and these two people like that, though many feel like he made a mark. I'm saying he made a stain, man. He's a stain. 
And like I said, I know it's going to piss a lot of people off. Tupac, Biggie, a bunch of stains, man. You see? You know? But when people make reference to the rappers, they should be like, oh, you know, that brother's dropping knowledge and this and the third. Like, you know, Rakim, you know, Nas, you know, when when he in his right state of mind, you know, stuff like that. Definitely Gangstar. I don't know about the homo thing, but who knows? I, I, I doubt it. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know what these people do. I'm just talking about his music, the music they produce and the things they put out, man. You see? So you got you to gotta take all of that in into, you know, into your mindset and just think to yourself, you know, what am I leaving behind? How am I influencing the masses? Is it just about me, you know, selling tickets and getting money? Shouldn't have been about that. Should have never been about that. You guys wasted more money, threw away more money, because you guys claim, oh, you know, you're doing, you're trying to eat, you're trying to feed your family and everything else, but you niggas throw away more money, whatever money you made from the so-called white man, Whatever you capitalize, what you didn't capitalize on, like I said, you niggas throw away more money, you give away more money to the so-called white man. You know, you just like I said, is it really about money? You see, no, it's not. No, it's not. You see, because like I said, you give it right back to the beast any damn way. You guys don't never do anything to be like, yo, you know what? We're gonna take this money, we're gonna grow it into something else, and we're gonna take, keep the culture alive. We're gonna push, you know. You know, the genre, and we're going to try. Now, it's not your mindset, man. It's not your mindset. This is why you in the condition you in as a people. Because you got people who have real talent, people who have real capability, who would rather trust in the beast and serve the beast and use that talent and capability against their own people. Because that's all the white man sees it as when you, you know, all hip hop is, is to him is. I'm talking about the ones who, who are the A and R's and the people that promote. It's nothing but a way to basically use you niggas for money and basically use you use your use you against your people because they make sure they tell you, you can't say don't say nothing negative about white people. But you can call in black people niggas all you want to. You can call black people niggas all you want to. Talk about killing niggas, shooting niggas, stabbing niggas, and and, and, and robbing niggas. And, and, and taking eight women and all this other shit. You could talk all about that. You could just, you just shit on over your people, but well, don't say nothing bad about white people. You see, that that right there shows you what they're about. And the funny thing is, if you were to say anything negative about the white people, white people still would have supported it. They still, if you call them devils and call them cave beasts and whatnot, they still would have supported the music. I bet you they still would have bought the album. You see? They still would have bought it. You see? But like I said, it's not about it's not about degrading anybody. It's not about degrading anybody. It's not about degrading anybody. It's about the extension of everybody who you can extend, I should say. It's about who you can extend, who you can grow, who you can raise. That's what it's about. And what purpose do you serve in the evolution of your people and in the evolution of the world and these people chose to take the short route and they had a short pass or a short pass and this is why they're passing off the scene because like I said time has evolved beyond them time has evolved beyond them you see the time of evolution is gone beyond them and there's nothing else for these guys to stay around for 
Like I said, who wants to hear Biggie now in their 50s? For real. Or DMX in their 50s. Some of you old, burnt-out niggas, you, you, you who court, they still think you in the 90s. We ain't in the 90s no more, man. They message, whatever they was, the foolishness they were talking about was for that time. Tupac, Biggie, them people had their time. They time them coming, them going. They didn't make a real mark. They made more of a stain, man. But like I said, that's up to y'all to decide that. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. What are my thoughts on these rappers and why they're passing away? Because they serve no more purpose. We're not in the time of entertainment no more. We're in the time of getting serious. We, it's time for our people to evolve, man. I hear the younger generation of people out here, they they focus more on what's going on in these riots and these marches and young young bronze people getting, young so-called black people getting shot and whatnot put to death. They're they starting to get more political as far as focused on what's going on in the society. I had a young guy from my building, he he was he knew all about the Nick Cannon thing and how Nick Cannon got buck broken by the Jews. He knew about a lot. So y'all young people watching these things, man. See, this is the time for them to watch what's going on in their lives. They ain't got time to listen to no music and hear some foolishness, some nonsense. Is this all planned? Yeah, it is all planned. Like I said, out with out with the old, in with the new, out with the old, the DMXs and all these other people, in with the little Nas Xs. What is being ushered in? Little Nas X, of course. Homosexuality, you know, transgenderism. I think Lil Nas X had posed with some breasts on his chest or some. He got some breasts on some nonsense. This is what this is what they promote. This is what they want your children to become. And fortunately, a lot of them are gonna. Unfortunately, a lot of them are gonna listen to this nonsense. And the, but the intelligent ones are not. Why is this important to know? Because we need to know who we're sitting up here giving homage to, idolizing some of you. And looking up to, this is not the people to do it to, or do it with. What will come about as a result of this, of these people passing away? Clarity and evolution, extension, and even on the lower level, change. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen, and Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and Amen we continue for forever. I am the intellectual newbie Mencari. This has been Mentelect Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night. Calling now, calling now to you.
repair your mind for the betterment of you. For I'm in weak myself, so nothing you let you break through. Powers will be ours as long as we stay focused and true. Follow Amen's law in alignment of the order given to. When I'm in calling out, calling out to you. When I'm in calling out, calling out to you. When I'm in calling out, calling out to you. When I'm in calling out, calling out to you. When I'm in calling out, calling out to you. When I'm in calling out, calling out to you.